0: hello greetings from scotland how, how are, are you, you? <laughs> very well and you lovely to see you
1: very nice to see you as well where are you right now
0: in glasgow you're in
1: uh, in glasgow. glasgow
0: yes okay indeed. yeah so uh, nice life is slowly but surely getting back to normal here um i don't know how it is in geneva right now but
1: uh it's the um, same thing. I mean, we, we go through this uh, new COVID wave. It's, uh, it's always a bit uh, complex, um, but we just uh, make do with it. We just let it pass through. Uh, it's, there's basically nothing lethal. Most of the people are, are vaccinated. Uh, the, the virus is less dangerous. So, I mean, it's a big, big wave of flu. Yeah. So it's complicated. We've got basically 15% of our manufacturing staff that are at home right now. So it's not the best, but it's okay. We live with it and um, and and that's life. I mean, what, what else can we do?
0: Indeed, so, indeed. And who would believe two years on, we're still talking about this this yes, pandemic. And we. Uh, we should have been in, in Dubai this week enjoying some sunshine, but maybe next year. Exactly. Hey?
1: True, true, true. <laughs> It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We'll get there, but we'll get back oh, well, there. Hopefully, well, actually, well, what we'll is
0: what is, ex- and what is exciting is to see you know so much innovation, uh, and so much still happening in the industry despite all these challenges that we have. Yes, you know, absolutely. And out of absolutely. these tough times has has come some great things. So, um, yeah. listen, all I can say is what a sparkling new collection for for this year. <laughs> Thank you. Know, you. Um, Thank you. Um, um, what inspired such an emphasis on on high jury for
1: this year? Well, um, I think um, this is this is something that uh, you will see is not just happening now and you will see more things coming in the future. Um, probably um, the uh, the global thinking that we 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 are here for a reason uh, we are in the watch industry for a reason and and basically to give the perspective and the point of view, of an Italian jeweler. Uh, so there's a lot a lot of ongoing thinking about our, our raison d'etre in a way. Why, what, what is our purpose as a jeweler? What makes us one of the few Italian actors and the only Italian jewelers with a true perspective on watches? And how do we expose this? And clearly, naturally, well, the answer is well, jewelry watches by essence. And this is how we started. Our first watches from the 1910s, 1917, 1918 were jewelry watches. Our first secret watches were jewelry watches. And this is 80 years ago. This is 42. So all our history until the 70, until 50, roughly 50 years ago, traces, brings us back to the world of jewelry watches by essence. Um, and, and this is why you see not only now, but you could see it during the Geneva Watch Days and last year as well. More and more expressions, jewelry expressions in, in watchmaking. Not only those, but clearly uh, a, a true willingness to expose this uh, craft, uh, the expertise, be it from the selection of stones to the, uh, to, the, uh, to, the to the to the let's say. The, the, the identification and, and purchase of the appropriate stones to the setting, to the goldsmith work, we have to expose this. And we don't only have to expose this in the very high end with the Serpenti Mysteriosi, but we also have to expose it in, in the entry, in, in the core of our collections. We have to open the door of the jeweller to anybody entering the stores, wherever they are. And this is why you see an expression of the jewelers of the Roman jeweler into the new Lucia collections or the new or the new Serpenti. There's always something precious in what we propose.
0: No, know, exactly. That's the thing, isn't it? It's it's what Bulgari is, is known for. How do you describe that working relationship with, I guess, your flamboyant jewelers in Rome and your more technical, I guess, watchmakers in Switzerland? How, how do the two work together?
1: Well, they, they work frankly they they wouldn't i mean you wouldn't see so many products if they didn't work uh, and um, and at the base it starts with uh, Mauro Di Roberto the head of the jury business unit and myself we we get along he's a, he's a he's such a gentleman I, I i very much like mauro and we we do believe that there is a lot that we can do together and we inspire ourselves very each other we inspire each other quite a lot uh, I am just thinking of a couple of, of models from the Jury collections the recent Jury collections that are ex- clearly inspired by our watches and we clearly picked some ideas uh, from the, some of the Jury collections and, and and but this is in a very in a mindset that is a very positive one we are not stealing we are we are sharing totally it's a totally different attitude and and the same goes and obviously if we if we kickstart the collaboration this way And if we we expose both worlds to each other, there is so much to learn, and there is also so much to gain from it, and and then, because of the success of the previous initiatives, there is a natural organization that installs itself, I mean, you don't have to, to push things if they come out naturally, and that's what's happening, we are implementing some gatherings, some meetings, some, and and then the teams are, are picking them up and, and moving on with the project. Um, there are some uh, some elements that allow us to to meet regularly through the, either physically or or digitally. And uh, to anticipate as well. we're pre- we working more more and more ahead with with the perspective of over the the coming years. and of course, this gives us time to exchange and to prepare and to collaborate. So it's just a matter of, uh, of goodwill and open platforms. And I guess one of the, I
0: guess, uh, most obvious um, benefits of this partnership is this development of the <laughs> uh movement, which um, features so strongly in the new uh, Serpenti collection. And allows you as jewelers to do even more tell me about how this this um project came about and tell me the challenges that you had you know when you create uh or have to shrink a movement to such a size
1: well it's um it's it's a it's a journey and it's a journey that started 10 years ago and that probably uh shaped up progressively that's that let's say uh, became more precise uh, over the recent years, but the moment we see ourselves so comfortable with this idea of miniaturizing our calibers, do we find out why we're so comfortable with it? Just because, as jewelers and designers, we we expect that the functionality disappears under the the, the fluidity, the beauty of of the product, um, and 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 clearly we are probably slightly different. Uh, from maybe the the traditional watch industry that would tell you "Ah, function creates design. Well, probably would say, well, design uh, supersedes function. And because the aesthetics, you know, there's a say in Italy that says bello ben fatto, which means that when it's well done, it's always beautiful. Or when it's beautiful, it's necessarily well done. But beauty goes above and beyond the aesthetics and the superficial aspects of things. So it is really a philosophical concept initially, um, and and what is beautiful is right. So we are talking about uh, about virtue. You know, the virtue is is the lead of beauty, and this leads us to really driving our collections from a design perspective, and, and this is where the studio is absolutely key, uh, uh, and 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 because of this. The question of minimizing the volume taken by the movement has become an obsession for us. So sometimes in manufacturing, watch manufacturers, people will say, I want to touch on everything. I want to touch on chronometry. I want to touch on astronomy. I want to touch on, on uh, micro micro mechanics on power reserve. On uh, There are plenty of elements that you can touch upon when you are dealing with watchmaking. We, can't do everything and we don't want to do everything. Conversely, we want to be good at miniaturization. Not only from a development perspective, but from an industrialization perspective, because it's easy to make very, very tiny calibers. What is important is to make calibers that work. Okay. And to be able to repeat them. So that's our major point of focus. And the second one being chiming watches. Not because we're jeweler, because we are, we are born like this as a watchmaker. We are born from horology workshops that were developing grandsonry. And this is today still the ultimate the the epitome of of watchmaking. So we have this in our hands as well. But the way we see those elements is with the perspective to make this world of chiming watching evolve and be modern. So how do you make time be a modern attribute to watches. So two sides of our developments. One is a natural development of thin and small movements. And this is why you're just finishing on your question. It's a very national, natural move. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've, we've scrutinized, we've explored the territory of very slim and we are reaching the end. We've almost done everything, but naturally, the, 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 the second chapter of micromechanisms is very small. So this is why we're really, we're sort of entering into a, a phase two, or I like the idea of a chapter in our story of micro mechanisms. While uh, while uh, last year we've uh, opened the chapter of um, of uh, tourbillon chiming three hammer octoroma, and we're coming with another page of, of this chapter, which is one of the calibers of uh, one of the uh, elements of uh, on shining watches that we, we and we will come with new chapters in the coming years.
0: Well, we'll picking up on that, you've launched two new Octo Roma masterpieces um, this week. Tell us a bit about yeah. them. Natural. Well,
1: um, the, fir- the first one that probably you can see on the video is, uh, is our limited edition Octo Roma Tourbillon Carrion, and, and this piece is, um, is uh, the second version of uh, this new Calibre that we launched last year. Um, and um, the idea with this collection is to, exp- is to really explore the performance of the sound propagation. How can we make the sound as loud and crisp as possible? So we really looked at this watch from a sound projection perspective, uh, which is why you get this diode that is opened. Uh, you've got, uh, you've got a, a structure which is emptied in, uh, in the uh, uh, inside and it's a, so it's, a, it's a titanium and platinum. So you've got the, the, the bezel and the, 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 butt, the, the, the back of the watch, which is in platinum, but the inserts that are in titanium and open one in order to minimize the quantity of material and therefore limit the, 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 the barriers to the propagation of the sound. And the same goes with the, uh, with the bottom, uh, with the back of the watch, where we have this, uh, this structure uh, where you see that we have an open back with, uh, with, uh, uh, with this structure allowing for the sound to come out in the, at the highest uh, power. The first, um, the first of our calibers last year, the first of our watch last year was delivering a level of sound of 80 decibels, which is very high in the world of watches. This one is slightly lower. is, is in the 70s, 70, 75, because of the uh, ba, uh, the bi-structured uh, material. So we've got titanium, but we also have platinum. And platinum. Uh, titanium is, is an excellent material for the conduction of the waves. Platinum is not as good, but still a very high sound for a very precious, but also a very modern design. and <laughs> And this design is really important. It's a statement. We do not want to repeat the minute repeater of the past we really project ourselves into the future with this one amazing and the other one is uh is a crazy piece it's this uh i mean it's it's yeah it's a, it's a it's just crazy it's uh this full pavé uh diamond and emerald uh Octoroma, big chunky and uh featuring the grandson inside so the best of both worlds Um, So we're putting on chef everything we can do. Uh, So uh, uh, just probably just a statement. You know, some of our pieces here are real statements. Um, But I must say one client ordered one of those pieces. So this one is one of a kind. Mm -hmm. We have already done another one of a kind, not in Emerald. So some people always want the best. And we said, okay, we're going to show the best.
0: Well, certainly your collections this year have made a statement, haven't they? There is, uh, uh, you know, really proven the that relationship between watchmaking and and high jewelry. Um, you talked about, you know, a chapter there uh, in terms of the ultra thin Octo Finissimo, uh, there's no record breakers this year. Does that mean you've conquered all of the ultra thin formats that you want to do, or is
1: there still something up your sleeve? there is um, a well i love this question because it really tells us we've we've really made our point everybody is asking me is there a new world record is there or is there not um we you know eventually we'll reach the end i mean the, there's a moment when you, you can't go <laughs> beyond certain limits just a matter of wearability and this is why we're opening the chapter of piccolissimo because because again there is a limit and 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 the point is not just to to make a statement for the sake of a statement. Uh, There are other ways to break records with Finissimo. uh, And and we've showed some. Um, We we just want to... We will be coming with new products this year. Few, because we believe the collection has reached its maturity. Um, But we don't want to just live by world records. Although I love, I love your your question because it shows there is excitement. Uh, We just, we don't want to just be living with this. We need some kind of rest around Finissimo. We need some kind of, uh, so um, just to let it breathe, to somewhat re-energize the process, the brains around Finissimo. Um, But bear with us. We've got a few things to share uh, in the coming month. and there are so many areas where we, we, we have plenty of projects, be it on miniaturization or on the side of shining uh, of Watches, uh, that will not necessarily be world record per se, but that will be also surprising you. I'm, I promise. I
0: have no doubt there will be a surprise in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> so we're hoping by March for Watches and Wonders life will be nearly normal again and we can all meet face to face again and after two years of an absence what can we expect yes. to see from uh, bulgari uh, for the rest of 2022
1: we have if, something if you can you.
0: tell me if you can tell me
1: i'm crossing fingers that we have something fun to tell ta- to share with you but i'm not going to tell you now for sure
0: of course of course
1: Good. i um. want the shock i want you to be shocked
0: <laughs> Well, Antoine, I am sure I will be. I will be. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you today. Um, I know you're you're, you're, you're very, very busy nice. today. Um, I just
1: hope that I'll be able to to come and visit you.
0: Of course, um, very
1: welcome. I now I um, no, I've I, I planned to visit uh, Scotland this summer. So, oh, fingers fantastic! Crossed
0: as well. well, we extend a warm Scottish welcome to you. Some Highland hospitality Good. we can uh, excellent. Uh, take you on your tour. If you enjoy whiskey, we'll uh, take you up to some, of the, some distilleries <laughs> and we can have some fun. But uh, I wish you well. Congratulations really on an absolutely stunning Thank collection you. for 2022, and, and I so, look
1: so forward we to hope to see you. you. We hope to see you in Geneva in April. Huh?
0: Look forward to it. Can't wait. Okay. All the best. Now. Bye. Have a good one. Cheers. Really nice seeing you. Bye. 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 Bye.